Hello everyone, just a heads up here before the show starts. We recorded this episode on June 23rd. We were having a lot of guests on the episodes and decided to go ahead and release those before the ones that just had bench warmers. But uh, we decided we should probably get this one out at some point. So this is an all bench warmers episode here and we'll be back to guests with our next episode. This is the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rolled the pine. I'm your host, Dan. Today's game will be pitting the Bench Warmer team of Eric and Matt against the Bench Warmer team of Josh and Scott. Eric and Matt, how y'all doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, so uh, typical Wisconsin summer evening. It's gorgeous here, so uh, not much going on. Eric, what's going on in your world? Um, I'm excited. I didn't have to water my plants today. That's I'm I'm old now, so I've officially you know when you're excited because it rains because you don't have to like drag the hose out. <laughs> it's it's a good day, I guess. I'm there too, man. Got to get that solar hose going in the morning. Get that garden all. But it's a double-edged sword because then it waters the grass too, and you have to go out and mow the mow the lawn, mow the lawn more often. I, I have a I have a riding mower, and nothing I love more than getting out of the house and just sitting on that and just <laughs> just I'm I'm good. All right. So, what's our team name tonight? Well, because it's true on multiple levels uh, for especially for Eric, but uh, also for me on one level, our name will be My Back Hurts. <laughs> and if you All don't right. get that, it's because Eric constantly carries me because i suck so yeah <laughs> all right josh and scott how are you tonight uh doing all right uh living in an apartment so i didn't have to worry about watering any plants or mowing any lawns none of none of my concerns so i'm doing all right yeah same here uh really really extremely hot day for us here today so my only concern is whether or not there's a late night ice cream truck in my area here. And if there is, I may have to run out halfway through this recording. So just, just ding dong man. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming I, I, we're going to get the heads up on that first. If we hear the, uh, hear the song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You'll kind of, yeah. So I think it's still the entertainer, the one around here. I think that's the song they still play. So, and Josh, what's your team name tonight? Uh, Scott's and my team for tonight is we need a W. That's for sure. Well, welcome to the bench gentlemen. Now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate round, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one, which Joe Gibbs racing driver won the 2019 NASCAR Monster Energy Cup by winning the final race of the season at Homestead Miami Speedway? Is the Monster Energy one the big one now? Is it the, used to be the Sprint Cup now? So it's called Monster Energy. There you go. I shows you how much I know. I think I can name like four people in that. 
I'm going to ask you to name the third tier race winner. Oh, yeah. Jeez. The truck, isn't it? The, the truck series, yeah. And then there's a sprint car or something. And what's the other one? I don't know. Well, they're not actually sprint cars anymore. Now they're the monster energy truck cars. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. Dan, I'm one of those people who would probably consider pro wrestling more a sport than NASCAR myself, but uh, I just don't. I just don't get it. I just don't get all the left turns. That's all. I just. Well, sometimes there's right turns on a road course. There's only two road courses. And you knew that. Well, you're right. I Which knew that. Which is more than I, I knew. Eric, if you think that that's... I don't think it's the only no, one I know. that person... We're, we'll check We'll check in with an answer. All right, team, I need a W is checked in. Matt and Eric, you are free to talk this out. So we have a lot of stuff to talk out here. I know one yeah. racer that is definitely on Gibbs Racing, um, and that's Kyle Busch. All I got, I couldn't tell you. You could list 800 other racers. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what team they're on. I mean, I just was naming off names, but I think half the guys that I named are probably retired now. Um, <laughs> I don't and, know. I mean, the only reason I know that is when I would get up and commute in the morning, if I if you leave the house 10 minutes before 6, before local sports radio kicks on, there's like this NASCAR thing, and I just all I would remember is Gibbs Racing, Kyle Busch. That's all I hear, and that's the only name I took away from it. That's the extent of my 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 NASCAR knowledge. Let's go in and check in with uh, Kyle Busch then. All right, my back hurts is checking in with Kyle Busch, and uh, we need a W. What did we go with? Uh, well, uh, we listed a couple of names of drivers. We have no idea if they race for uh, Joe Gibbs, but uh, so we were you know thought Joey Logano, Matt Kenseth could be maybe one of them, but we are gonna check in with Joey Logano. Checking in with Joey Logano. Well, we are giving points to one team here. It was won by the uh, the 18 car, Kyle Busch. Good, good pull, Eric. I don't, I don't know. I, that's, yeah. No more NASCAR, please. Well, when in doubt, go with the driver <laughs> that you know actually drives for that team, right? That's, 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 that's a yeah, good that strategy. Was my, yeah. I didn't even know he was a current driver. <laughs> Moving on to question number two. How many runs would you score? If you hit a ball over the barricade and into the stands in a cricket match. So Matt, if you, if you heard another episode, there was a, how low can you go with a cricket reference? And I had nothing even after the fifth. I was on that show with you. Yeah. Um, I'm like 80% sure on one of my answers. What is a wicket? The name of the Ewok from star Wars. Five imaginary bonus points to Eric for knowing that. I guess we're going to check in. Team, we need a W has checked in. That means that Matt and Eric, you can talk it out. The last time that I uh, invoked all of the Indian guys that I worked security with in college, I got the answer wrong with the, uh, was that called the Ash Tournament uh, between Australia and, and England? I thought it was India and England. So I don't want to, I'm going to tick off all of my friends that I went to college with yet again and say what I think I know about cricket and hope that 20 years hasn't diminished my brain that badly. But I think a batsman has multiple times to score runs back and forth from the wicket back and forth with hits. And basically he keep, continues to go until, um, until like he get, there's an out, um, but uh, there's a limit, though. I think it's like a five or a ten uh, run limit per 
over. I think it's called an over. Um, and I think when you hit it out of the park, that is a maximum amount of that over. There's a part of me that thinks it has to hit the ground first. And if it goes directly out of the bound, it goes out, it's a zero. Otherwise, they just turn around and smack the crap out of the ball out of the state, out of the field. So, I don't know. I think it's zero. I think it has to hit the ground first. Go ahead. Zero. Like it makes sense to me. All right. Checking in with zero. Yes. Team, we need a W. What did we say? We uh, checked in with five. Five. Well, no points awarded this time. I'm sorry about that. Um, if you do hit the ball, um, actually, everything that Matt said is right. When you, when you um, hit the ball, you run to the next wicket. If you make it there without the wickets being hit out with the ball, then you score a run. If you hit the ball and it rolls to the barrier, it's four points. If you hit it over the barrier without bouncing, it is six points. Six yeah, I would have. I would have been off. Any, I would have said ten. So would have been my other, my second guest. I am going to make it my mission to make everyone that ever listens to this show understand cricket. I won't remember this tomorrow. It is really. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, there's no reason you shouldn't be a cricket fan. It's very similar. There's a lot of things about it and strategy that are really, really cool. So it's a great sport. Um, I don't recall a six-run hit in baseball so well there's a four uh, run hit the max is four well yeah but i mean it's i didn't say it was exactly like baseball otherwise they wouldn't call it cricket they call it baseball that would be better cricket was around first but who's the who's who's the mike trout of cricket emron his name is emron khan he's the prime minister of pakistan right now he is the basically the pele of cricket right that is correct no points for that awarded though however let's move on and to the third question maybe for knowing the prime minister of pakistan come on nothing if this was a general knowledge trivia game we'd give it to you if i asked that question but let's move on to the third one hopefully this one won't be nearly as difficult or nearly as painful as the other two have been prior to running for president of the united states george w bush divested himself as minority owner of which big four sports team we can check in eric i know that one all right, team, my back hurts has checked in. Team, we need a W. You can talk it out. Uh, pretty sure it's the Texas Rangers. I think it's the Texas Rangers, yeah. We'll go ahead yeah. and check in with the Texas Rangers. Checking in the Texas Rangers. Matt and Eric, what did you check in? I just watched that uh, uh, 30 for 30 for the 1998 Home Run Derby, and at the very end of it, they show the uh, debate for the 2000 election where George Bush said that his biggest regret ever was when he was controlling manager of the Rangers trading Sammy Sosa. So yes, the Texas Rangers. Points all around on that one. Texas Rangers is correct. Heading into the first quarter, Josh, what was our score look like? Well, after the tailgate, uh, we have my back hurts with 20 and we need a W, need some more points. Unfortunately, they only have 10. Well, there's going to be lots of points available as we go into here. Today's first quarter will be The Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. 
Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. Here's list number one. I'd like you to name the top 10 universities that have produced the most currently active NFL players. And since We Need a W is um, behind right now, you will go first. All right, Josh, I sent a bunch over there. I don't know if you like any of those. Yeah, all right. So we'll, yeah, I think I like all of them. So Okay, uh, we are going to go with the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama Crimson Tide is number one on the list. Want to go with that one, or do you want to go with the first one that I wrote? I think either are fine. Okay, we'll I, go I, with we'll go with uh, the Ohio State University. Ohio State University is number two on the list. I think uh, next we are going to go with uh, Louisiana State LSU. Louisiana State is number three on the list with fifty nine. Yeah, I say that. Yeah. One. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, next one we're going to go with is uh, Georgia. Georgia is number five on the list with 51. We're going to go with good old uh, Boomer Sooner up there, uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? I kind of feel like we should just because I don't know what he's going to throw at us, and we have a nice long list here. So, yes, we will. Use your mulligan, okay. All right, we're going to go with the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan is number six on the list with 49. By the way, Oklahoma was number 11, one off, one player off the list. One of those guys just stayed in the league. I'm throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there, and I don't know. I mean, I, you're the one that reads these lists, so. Yeah, I like the one I sent after Georgia better than Go for it. The, the, the other group. Um, so our next one's going to be Texas A&M. Texas A&M is not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? How many are left? There are five left on this list. I don't know, man. Uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and use it. And for our next one, I think we'll go with uh, the U. Miami is number nine on the list with 44. I like them all there, Josh. Um, why, don't we, why don't we take them off the table for them? Why don't we try them? Unless you feel much more confident with one of the others. No, I, I wouldn't say much more, no. All right. Well, let's, well then we'll go with, uh, we're going to go with Clemson. Clemson is number 10 on the list, <laughs> 42. So we got 10 and 11. All right, Eric, you go with that one that you wrote. Right, let's go with uh, Florida State first. Florida State is not on the list. We need a W. You can finish this list out if you'd like. Well, we'd like to. Let's see if we actually can. <laughs> All right, Josh. I like both of those. Oh, I guess we can say it now. Um, yeah, so we're looking at, we're saying USC and Notre Dame is kind of our next two. Yeah, I think so. Like I said, USC, I think, you know, still has like Clay Matthews hanging on and, and you know, guys from that era. I think Ray Malaga might even technically still be on a roster. You know, like guys that are older, but have, you know, kind of played for a while. Notre Dame's got a lot of offensive linemen, Ronnie Stanley, Quentin Nelson, you know, some defensive backs, some receivers. Yeah, I, I of the two, like I, I'm leaning Notre Dame yeah, out of the two, right. but I, I don't feel sure. much better, so go with Notre Dame. Yeah. 
All right, we'll next go with Notre Dame. Notre Dame is tied for seventh on the list with 45. All right, so we have two left. I still like USC. I'm kind of thinking maybe like Auburn, Washington. Washington has put a lot of players into the draft the past five years or so. Are we missing any other SEC teams that? I mean, not, I'm not, not Tennessee. You know, they haven't been. Maybe Florida. I mean, they have a lot of, like, you know, defensive backs that they put into the league. Um, are we missing anything out west? UCLA, Cal. Oregon. Actually, Oregon's not bad. Oregon's got a lot of players in the league from when, you know, they were cranking out guys all those years ago. Then I'm thinking, like, more recent schools, you know, that have put a lot of guys in kind of along Eric's train of thought with A&M, you know. They've been putting a lot of guys in the last five years or so. Um, well, should we go with USC and if that if make sure yeah. that they're there? Because if they're not there, then trying to get the last one. Yeah, the really gonna... Sure. Yeah, we're going to check in with uh, USC. USC is not on the list. The, uh, the team's left on the list, number four with 53, Florida. And a team that I did not hear talked about at all, tied at number seven with 45, Penn State. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I thought about Penn State, but I couldn't really think of that many guys. <laughs> well, like they, they always have a lot of defensive guys. Uh, yeah, I know. Drafted, but... I, was, I was on Penn State, but then once you said like A&M wasn't there and Oklahoma didn't have it, I'm like, well, then there's no way Penn State does. Not one of these schools, by the way, located west of the Mississippi. Moving on to the second list, I'd like you to name the top 10 Olympic committees with the most Olympic medals in both winter and summer Olympics. I want to note Olympic committees are the name by which the country is known as for the Olympics. For example, Czechoslovakia is different from the Czech Republic or Slovakia. And we will be going to my back hurts for the first one. Has to be, man. Yeah, let's go with uh, the red, white, and blue of the old, good old U.S. of A. USA is number one on the list with 2,828 medals. Okay, we're going to check in with China. China is number eight on the list with 609. Let's go with uh, uh, Great Britain. Great Britain is number three on the list with 883. Should we go with them? All right, we are going to go with France. France is number five on the list with 840. Yeah, go with that one, Eric. All right, we're going to go with Italy. Italy is number six on the list with 701. All right, we're going to go with Japan. Japan is not on the list. My back hurts. You can try to run out the list if you'd like. Really? You think Sweden? Why do you think Sweden? They're pretty dominant in the winter. No. Norway is far dominant than them. Yes, but if you think about it, it balances out because they actually do well in the summer as well. Where Norway is strictly... Because we had that question before where Norway is one of the only three countries that has more winter medals than summer. Okay. Yeah. But I know that Sweden does fairly well in the Summer Olympics. So who's number two? We're missing a huge one here. We have a huge gap here. It's probably Soviet Union. Yeah. I mean. I I, I think we should go with that over Sweden first because 
it, it was Soviet Union for so long and they were, I mean, not to say cheating, but you know, yeah, cheating. 1919, I think the first Olympics after that, they probably were in at least 24, 20, and then yeah. all the way until 92? Something like 88? that. And then it was the unified team in 92. Yeah. So, And I'm not sure if that accounts, if that unified team counts as a different, probably doesn't. Probably, but, that's, but it's okay, not going to hurt their numbers that much. Let's go ahead and check in with uh, the Soviet Union. Soviet Union is number two on the list with 1,204. All right, good call, buddy. Yeah. I think we can safely say it wasn't a South American country, right? Unless, except for maybe Brazil. They don't really, there's not a lot of other South American countries that are big. Caribbean countries do have the runners, right? Like Jamaica, Usain Bolt and everything, but that's only recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and no offense to Brian Boitano, but I'm pretty sure it's not Canada. <laughs> no, no. If you're uh, right about the Norway and just dominant in the Winter Olympics, that's fine. I'm okay with going with Sweden or Hungary. Which which German team is on the list is what we have to figure out. Is one of it, I mean one of them? Well, when did they unify again? Here about twenty four years ago or something like that. So the current iteration probably isn't the same iteration of pre World War Two. And then I guess if there's one of them, it would probably be East Germany from 48 to 88. So okay. 40 years. So that's, you know. And it, was, and it was East, not West. I'm not good with that. East, so. was our, East, was the, East was the one that was in the Russian bloc, you know, was the okay. so, part of the Soviet. They were the ones that were cheating that had the, okay. you know, the not to get gendered, but the female athletes that did not appear to be female. Okay. So I would say, I mean, Sweden, possibly Australia, and one of the Germans, I think, are what we're looking at. Which one are you the most confident about? I would probably place, probably say Sweden here. All right. We are going to check in with Sweden. Sweden is number seven on the list with 652. Uh, my countrymen, doing me proud, Sweden. Um, okay, well, let's go with Australia next. I think so. Australia, we'll check in with that. Australia is not on the list. The other ones that we did not get, number four, Germany. Number nine, Russia. And number 10, Norway. All of those Winter Olympic medals, you remember they have the most golds the most silvers and the most bronzes right how many total do they have it must drop quite a bit from eight to ten they have 519 which like 350 of it is winter olympics i didn't realize they'd win they've won you know um also important to uh to to note that every team that is on here has a presence in the winter olympics all right let's move on to our final dean's list this one's going to be a little different than normal as it's not a top 10 list, but it is 10 different entities that you're trying to name. I would like you to name the 10 NBA teams that were represented by members of the 2000 U.S. Olympic men's basketball team. And by represented, that means they finished their season with that team before they went to the Olympics. You said 2000? The 2000. And we will be going... First with, we need a W. We're going to check in with the Los Angeles Lakers. 
The Los Angeles Lakers are not on the list. Great. They only had like, you know, the two best players. In the All right. So, so let's what go was through. the year? What was the Olympics when uh, Bosch? That was the 2004. Was not, yeah, that was in 2000. 2008 was when yeah. Bosch and Dwayne Wade and LeBron were all on the same team, right? Because he went to Miami around 2009, right? Wasn't that when it was? Because he was drafted in 2004, 2003, 2005. Yeah. Right. I have, okay. I have, yeah, I have most of the team. It's just the trick part is going to be remembering where they were. Um, so I know Ray Allen was on the team. Um, I'm pretty sure he was with them. So I think he was with the Celtics at the time, right? Or Miami. Did you say 2000? Dan, what year? 2000. 2000. Oh, sorry. I have to add that out. I was saying, well, hold on a minute. I'm like, I, I got the whole wrong thing in my head then. Um, I even wrote down 2010. So the 10 There were no Olympics in 2010, at uh, least in that Summer right. Olympics. So I say we can go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, no? Like 95% on that. Or are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Who else would I be asking? He's not asking me. <laughs> I don't know. The 2000... Uh, all right. Okay. All right. You want me, Name you want me to just go with what I got? Name a Ray player. A- Ray Allen. Two, with the Bucks in 2000. That makes sense. Yes. All right. So let's go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks are on the list with Ray Allen. Okay. Then there was Vince Carter. And he would have been with Toronto at the time. All right, so Toronto Raptors oh, next. Toronto. Toronto Raptors are on the list with Vince Carter. Okay, your was boy KG uh, on that team. He, he was from on the team the, from Farragut Academy High School. Kevin Garnett with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves are on the list with Kevin Garnett. All right, then there's Jason Kidd. He was with the Suns at the time. Two thousand, probably. Yeah. Okay. The Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns are on the list with Jason Kidd. Um, and I think the, the, the team that's represented twice is going to be Miami with uh, Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning. So Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are on the list with Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning. So uh, would have uh, any of the older guys that were still on that uh, late 90s kick, like uh, Pippen, wouldn't have been on that team. What do you know? No. But mostly younger guys, right? Uh, Another I think big the man. Older, How about the older guys? No, I think the two big men they had were, um, I mean, I, they didn't really have that, like, I mean, other than Morning, which he wasn't even that big anyway. Yeah, he, he was, was more of like 6'10". Yeah. Yep. Um, but I think uh, Vin Baker was on the team. Vin Baker. But, and my, my only thing is, was he with the Sonics or the Bucks at the time? I think when he said the Bucks, I don't know, Dan, you can't tell us, right? So if we said there was multiple people on the Bucks. I, on the last one that I said for Miami Heat, I said Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning. Yep, and he did not say that for the Bucks. So it's he's then he's with Seattle. So Seattle Supersonics. Seattle Supersonics had Vin Baker and Gary Payton. The glove. Okay, what other players do you know? Can I just say that you're putting on a clinic right now? <laughs> no, Eric is. The year 2000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was- all I had so was sports. note to all the rest of the hosts: stay away from the year two thousand. <laughs> um, okay, so anybody from Sacramento that would have been not Mr. Bibby. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Good old it, Bibby. There yeah. was a Nick. There was a Nick. I don't. I don't. I'm forgetting which Nick it was, but I know there's a Nick. 
I have no idea who from the Knicks. I don't think we need to know who it is. No, but I, I know there was a Knicks. If you're saying that the Knicks, that's fine. Let's go for it then. All right, New York Knicks. New York Knicks with Allen Houston. Oh, there you go. And that was the answer to a Josh question, or a David versus Goliath Allen Houston here a while back. How about a, a 76er? No. Oh, Allen Iverson? No. No. How about... Uh, We're looking for, I think, two forwards and a guard here. Somebody uh, from Memphis? Oh, 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 oh. oh. Um, Antonio McDice. Um, Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Antonio McDice. San Antonio or Dallas? Obviously, Dirk would have been playing with Germany if he was playing. Uh, the uh, What year did the Grizzlies come in? Oh, they came in in the late 80s, early 90s. And they had already moved to Memphis by that time. I don't know. No, no, no. Not in 2000. Yeah, sure they did. They moved from Vancouver less than 10 years after they came in. They came in about the same time as the Timberwolves, about 89-ish. No, they came. They came in with the Raptors. That that's. Then what year would have that been? Ninety, early nineties, ninety three, ninety four. I'm pretty sure they were still in Vancouver in two thousand. Okay, so then who would have been on that team in Vancouver? That's um, uh, what's his name? Dan, if we just said the Grizzlies, would that be enough, or do you need us to tell you the city that it's in? I'm asking for the team, so I'm not asking for a city at this point. Okay. Um, I'm not saying whether or not they're on the list, but if that were the case, I just need the team name. Let's go with Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, Vancouver Grizzlies with Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Yes. <sighs> and we got one left. Sounds like it. One or two left. There's what? one left. Just one left, yep. Chicago? No. Um, Detroit? Who would it have been in 2000? What are we looking for, a forward? I think a guard here. We just did two, two forwards. So you figure we did Tim Hardaway's a guard. Ellen Sharif Abdul-Rahim? I thought he's a he forward. was a guard. Okay. He's a forward. You're um, thinking Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I, I think I'm done. <laughs> How about uh, Miami uh, or Orlando? 2000, no. Was Shaq gone by then? I think Shaq was gone by then, right? 2000, yeah. Yeah. Penny wasn't there, right? No, I think it was over for them waiting for Dwight Howard to come and do the same thing that Jack did. And uh, that uh, Charlotte, what were they? They were the Hornets then, yeah. right? I'm thinking it's a Western Conference team, but I don't I don't think it's the Kings. I don't know. I, I don't, I'll leave it up to you. Just pick a team and cross our fingers, I think, is going to be our best bet at this point. And we already said Phoenix with uh, – yep. Uh, and Phoenix, Denver, Clippers, Seattle, Darius Miles, maybe. But then, no, that's a forward. I don't know. Are we looking? We're talking about a guard, a shooting guard, or a ball handling guard? Probably a shooting guard, or possibly Kevin Johnson in Sacramento. He was a point guard. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I was asking. You asked for a guard. Yeah. You know, I know, but I think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's a point guard. Is what I'm saying because they had Kidd and Hardaway and Peyton to an extent. Mm-hmm. So it had to have been a shooting guard, like a, an Allen Houston type. So I'm inclined to say Steve Smith, but I don't know where he was at that time. Was he in Atlanta or was he in Portland? Oh, Portland. Let's go with it. We'll go with the Portland Trailblazers. All right. 
Portland Trailblazers with Steve Smith to round out the list. <laughs> Can I just say nice that that was one of the most impressive things I've seen on this podcast yet. I'm going to take a nap. And my heart goes out to we need a W because you're right. The two best players in the league were both with the Lakers at that time, but neither of them played in the Olympics that year. Yeah, this is last game all over again. This is the Ravens all over again because I knew like eight of those. Well, after the first quarter, unfortunately, uh, want to give us the score update there, Josh? Sure. Uh, we need a W was doing okay uh, through the first couple of lists, but kind of didn't do so hot after that. They have a total of 80 points, while my back hurts after running the third list has 200. Still plenty of time as we move on to the second quarter. Today's second quarter is going to be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of five pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. On to question number one in David. Name the last Triple Crown winner in either horse racing or Major League Baseball. Number one, Goliath. 1937 was the only year to date that produced a Triple Crown winner in both horse racing and Major League Baseball. Name either winner. I'm 90% sure on that, Eric. I think we can check in with the Goliath. I have no idea on the baseball player for the Goliath, but I, I'm pretty sure I know okay. the Triple Crown winner for 1937. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll check in. Team My Back Hurts is checking in for David, which means we need a W. You can talk this one out. I'm pretty sure I have the horse as well for um, 1937. I'm sure Matt knows it from his previous thing that he was looking through, um, but I'm almost certain it is War Admiral. So if you're if, comfortable if you, with that, listen, we got to go Goliath. Obviously, you know the David. We, when we can't, when we think we we have it, so yeah, um, we have, we have to. So um, if you feel, fairly I'm like 98 percent on this one. Okay, yeah, let's do it then. All right, we're going to check in with War Admiral. Checking in Goliath with War Admiral. And team, my back hurts. I'm sorry, did you say you were checking in David or Goliath? Goliath. Goliath. Checking in Goliath which, with which answer? And only because Josh said that he knew who the 37 uh, Triple Crown winner was, I went back and looked at this list. After he didn't get Omaha in the last one, which is the 1935 winner, I know that the 1937 winner was War Admiral. Well, points all around on the Goliath. The answer for that one, War Admiral, the baseball Triple Crown winner that year was Joe Medwick from the um, St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals, yeah. And in David, the, um, the last Triple Crown winner for horse racing was Justify. Question number two, David, which U.S. city has hosted the most Super Bowls? Question two, Goliath. Only one team has won multiple Super Bowls in this city. Name that team. We're going to check in with the Goliath. Team, my back hurts is checking in with the Goliath. That means, team, we need a W. You can talk this one out. 
Oh, well, I mean, it almost. Yeah. So we're we're thinking it's Miami. I mean, they that they play a lot of Super Bowls. They here. play a lot of Super Bowls here because you know a lot of the more recent ones they've been going to newer venues, but there hasn't been a lot. And I think they played two or three or four in the seventies in Miami, and the Steelers, you know, yeah. won four in the seventies. And they've got two pretty recently, so. And one of them could have been, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, one of them could have easily. Do we want to take a shot at? I, I think since they went for Goliath, probably should go. I the thing is, if one of us, if we were a hundred percent on Miami and we knew we were guaranteed the points, then I'd say we take the David. Right. Like I feel probably eighty-five on that, but then you know I don't necessarily feel worse about taking a stab at maybe the Steelers. Right. So should we please take we go a, with Goliath and yes. Steelers? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, all right, we're going to check in with the Goliath with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Checking in with Goliath with the Pittsburgh Steelers and team My Back Hurts. What did you check in with? So we checked in with the Goliath and we uh, said the 49ers. All right, we'll take care of the David first. The answer is for David with 11 Super Bowls, Miami. And the team that has won twice in Miami is the San Francisco 49ers. So 50 points to my back hurts. And upon further review, it turns out I'm an idiot. So there were actually two other teams that won two Super Bowls in Miami, the Colts being one of them, and also the Steelers being one. So we're giving full points to both teams on this one, as it should be. My bad, people. My bad. Moving on to question number three, David. In 1967, the NHL expanded to double its original six. Name any two of these six expansion teams. Goliath. In 1970, the NHL added two more teams. Name them both. Matt, we can check in with Goliath, actually. Okay. We're checked in with Goliath. As if they needed any more points, Team My Back Hurts checks in with Goliath. Team, we need a W. You can talk this one out. Uh, well, you know, they got a hockey guy on there. Yeah, uh, Matt, I have no idea why you continue to go. Oh, really? Are you sure? Don't don't second guess him. Have you learned nothing? So, Love you too, buddy. I, I do believe you were right when you said St. Louis Blues. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely the Blues. And I know the North Stars came in at the same time the Blues did. Um, I don't know the others. We only need two of them. Right. I have yeah. no idea who came in in 70. The only nope, reason... I've, the only I wouldn't even I know be able to fathom, I guess. The Blues and the North Stars is, well, the North Stars from Minnesota. Obviously, the, the Blues lost all those Blues Stanley lost Cups. lost the first three exactly. Stanley Cups when they were in the league. Yep. Um, Let's do it. So, Saint, I, so we'll I can't even with fathom, Dave, I guess. So we'll check in with David with the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota North Stars. Team We Need a W is checking in with the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota North Stars. And Team My Back Hurts, what did you go with? Matt, you had this, right? No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it. I was about to type out about eight because I knew a bunch no. of the seventies era expansion. I didn't know the nineteen seven. I know the sixty that expansion class like the back of my hand. I've got a hat that says the second six. So I know that one. But Kaliah, it's all you, bud. So nineteen seventy I know because I live in the city of one of the teams. Um, it's the Buffalo Sabres. Um, and they came in the league the same year as the Vancouver Canucks. So checking in with the Buffalo Sabres and the Vancouver Canucks. Well, David, the answer for David is the St. Louis Blues, the Minnesota North Stars, the Los Angeles Kings, the 
Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and everyone's favorite team, the Oakland Seals. Mm-hmm. And Goliath, 1970, added the Buffalo Sabres and the Vancouver Canucks. And we'll move on to question four. David, in 2008, the U.S. men and women both won the gold medal in beach volleyball. Name the two women who won the gold. And for Goliath, name the two men who won the gold. Does that sound right to you, Matt? Mm, yep. Yep. For the David? Yeah. You have any I say we go for with the it. Goliath? No. I think I, got a last, I think I got last name of one of the guys, but I couldn't come give you anything else other than that. Let's check in with David. Team, my back hurts. Has checked in with David. Team, we need a W. You can talk it out. Yeah, yeah I, I have David, no idea. David is. I think David's pretty pretty easy. Yeah, David is Misty May Trainer and Carrie and, Walsh. And right. I, I don't know if she was Carrie Walsh Jennings at the time, but I don't know if that might have Misty May. I don't think I don't Carrie think Walsh she was actually, but um, so I can't name a single men's volleyball player. Uh, I mean, I could from in the eighties. You know, Karch Karai after he played. Uh, Hardcore, he went and played beach volleyball and won some medals, but I don't think he was on the 2008. Uh, yeah, probably not. I have no, I didn't even know the men's won the gold in 2008. I didn't remember like hearing, you know, that they both did it, but the spotlight was, I feel like, was always on Missy. Oh, yeah. May yeah, so go ahead and check in. Yeah, we'll, we'll check in with uh, David, with Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh, maybe Jennings. Checking in with Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh, maybe Jennings, and team My Back Hurts. What did you say? Yeah, we also said Walsh and Trainer. Well, the answer for David is Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh Jennings. For Goliath, the two men were Todd Rogers and Phil Dahlhauser. Those are the first times I've heard those two names. Without researching these questions, I would have had Dahlhauser, but I don't think I would have come up with Rogers. Question five, David. The 1990-1991 Chicago Bulls had three players play in all 82 regular season games. Two of them were Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. The third was a point guard. Name him. And Goliath. The 90-91 Bulls had two players from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Michael Jordan was one. Name the other. Damn, we're going to check in for David. Team My Back Hurts has checked in with David. Team, we need a W. You can talk it out. All right, Josh. I'm just trying to think of the, that 90-91 roster and see if I can come up with the second Tar Heel. I'm not- obviously, Jordan, Pippen, Grant... Who were this? Who was was Paxton the starting guard? Was I think B.J. Armstrong was, or maybe and Paxton came off the bench. Uh, they had the center uh, Cartwright, but I don't think he was from. I don't remember him being from North Carolina. I'm thinking it was a deep bench guy, probably. Maybe not a guy that played very much. So I'm probably not going to come up with it. I'm more familiar with the second iteration after Jordan's retirement because I was, you know, like old enough to like register things the night right, right. I was like two. So the, I, the point guard, it's probably BJ Armstrong. I know he was kind of like an iron man. I know he, you know, he played a lot. He was pretty durable, but I know Paxson played a lot too. So I'm guessing it's going to be between those two for David. I'm trying to think guys that came out of North Carolina, 
in the eighties, you know, Jordan where the had like Sam Perkins, but he never played for the Bulls. Yeah, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to the draft up to that point. Right. So I'm not sure like who would have been drafted in, you know, ninety or eighty nine or eighty eight. And I mean I know the Bulls were you know, they were they would have been what, probably middle of the pack draft on some of those years before they really just Yeah, middle of the pack dominating. Exactly. But I mean it doesn't necessarily mean they drafted him either. You know, he could have oh, that's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. A, a journeyman for all we know, you know. Uh, just, I don't really have a thought on that. So, I mean, we're down would, to yeah, two do players you, for the – Do you feel stronger about one? I mean, Paxson was the first name that jumped in my mind, but – Yeah, but if you, uh, but, 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 you know, I mean, it easily could be B.J. Armstrong. Um, but Paxson was just the first name that popped in my head. I, I Right. Know, I don't necessarily have a reason why other than I knew he was on the team and he was a guard. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty durable. I mean, he was, you know, it's like when Steve Kerr was there, you know, in the second iteration, he was always very durable. Didn't miss many games. Just, I mean, the shooters don't really get hurt as often, you know, they're not out there grinding and true, true. They're just getting open and knocking up jump shots. I don't, yeah. I don't recall Paxson being like a hardcore defender that was like, you know, right. Right upon people. So I'm fine with either. I think we'll go with Pax, and shooters tend to be really durable in the NBA in general. So we'll, uh, we'll check in with John Paxson for David. Checking with John Paxson for David. Team, my back hurts. What did you check in with? We went with the other point guard for David, and we said B.J. Armstrong. Well, one team is getting points here. In uh, 1992, the two of them platooned and basically played about 25 minutes apiece. But in the 90-91 season, John Paxson started all 82 games. The answer to the Goliath question was UNC's own Scott Williams. He has the same name as me, and I still don't know who he is. I think you were right about some guy on the bench. Oh, yeah, of course. Heading into halftime, Josh, could you give us our scores? Uh, cutting into halftime, uh, we need a W has 240 points, and my back hurts has 370 points. All right, plenty of more points to be had here as we move into the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question one. Modern-day baseball has its roots in two different games. Cricket is one, and the other shares its name with what 1998 Matt Damon movie, which is about a completely different game. We are checked in, Dan. Team My Back Hurts has checked in. Team, we need a W. You can talk it out. You know, Josh, I can name almost every Matt Damon movie after, like, 2001. (laughs) Not too many before, and I don't think the baseball derived from a game called Goodwill Hunting. So I, I don't think it's that. No, nor is there, did it derive from hunting or Goodwill Games? Was that '98? I, I mean, it was around that time, it might have been a little before. Uh, I'm trying to think what else he was in in the '90s. Dogma, <laughs> sport called Dogma. I mean, does it make any sense that it could be hunting? I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I, unless uh, they were throwing balls at the prey early in hunting and we don't know about it and it's arrived in the baseball, then probably not. I'm just trying to think of other Matt Damon movies. 
Yeah, like I said, man, like, if it's from 2000s on, I'll name them all, including like Contagion, We Bought a Zoo, the Deep Cuts, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's not helping us here, so. Oh, God. And the, I'm, yeah. now I'm starting to think of one that was even, I think, earlier where uh, the boarding school where a Jewish kid was brought in, they played football, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be if I can't remember the name of the game. I mean, and I don't know if he was in it necessarily, but there were a whole slew of those guys who can't kind of came up together acting sure uh, like Ben Affleck and yeah 98 I don't think there's a sport called dogma that I'm aware of but uh, goodwill hunting at least hunting is a sport technically I think uh, I got nothing better I don't know yeah I've never been a huge Matt Damon fan I guess I liked him in you know the born identity stuff but sure yeah I mean that's kind of when I started following him <laughs> movies and the Bourne movies I can name them all since then but yeah I, I I'm blanking on any sort of other Matt Damon movie that I can think of I mean he might not even necessarily been the star for all we know oh I, sure yeah like, I just can't sorry so we got dogma we got goodwill hunting <laughs> what do you think I'd go with goodwill hunting at least you know hunting is a sport with a gun and something I mean it's kind of something all right we'll check in with uh goodwill hunting Checking in with Goodwill Hunting. Team, my back hurts. What do you have? I was uh, just watching clips of this movie earlier today, and it's a pay that man his money, Rounders. Team, my back hurts has checked in with Rounders. Well, one team is getting points. The uh, game that influenced baseball, beside cricket, was called Rounders. And uh, Rounders being my favorite Matt Damon movie of all. Good movie. Have you seen it, Eric? We had it narrowed down actually to Rounders and Saving Private Ryan, but Matt talked me out of Saving Private Ryan. So I, I didn't <laughs> even saving. I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about a movie that could have been some other name for a sport. And so like gambling wasn't even on my radar to even think about I've that. Never, I've never I've never seen Rounders, so I, oh, I saw it once. Yeah. I saw it once. Yeah, it's, it's a good so movie, Scott. Okay. It's no, all right. Disagree, Bombeck. If you movie. like poker, it's a must movie. I yeah, do like it's poker. A good movie. I just I just won a poker tournament last weekend. Yeah, Hold it's on. a must see if you like poker. Josh. Yeah. Okay. I, I I've yet to hear you say that there's a good movie. Every movie that's been suggested. That's, that's, that's most, true, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> most sports movies aren't great. And I'm not calling Rounders a sports movie, although World Series of Poker, I think uh it's on the flagship. It's on the flagship, so technically it's a sport. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think most sports movies are that great of movies. I'm not saying I don't watch them and I don't enjoy some. Like, I enjoyed Rounders. I wouldn't call it a piece of cinematic, you know, wonder. Yep, I did not. Nobody said that it was, it was okay. a fantastic or an amazing movie. It's it was just, okay. It's, it's a solid movie. It's good. It's okay. Well, if you like hate said, sports movies, you're okay. going to love the next question. I don't hate sports movies. I just don't, you know, if you're asking me what movies I like, that's just not usually sports ones. Well, question number two, in which 1985 film does Matthew Modine portray Loudon Swain, a high school athlete that excels in wrestling, who attempts to drop 20 pounds and challenge the state champion in a different weight class? All right, let's just check in with my answer then. Your first one? Seems pretty right. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, team, my back hurts has checked in. Team, we need a W. Go ahead and talk it out. 
Yep, there's my wheelhouse. Wrestling. If we get this right, it is not because I've seen the movie. If we get this right, I owe uh, all of this to Chris Hockey from the K-Fan morning, you know, Power Trip morning show in the Twin Cities. He really likes the movie Vision Quest. Uh, I do believe that had Matthew Modine in it. And I don't know if it's about wrestling or not, but we're going to check in with Vision Quest. Okay, checking in with Vision Quest. Team, my back hurts. What did you go with? So I'm I'm really big into 80s uh, movies. And when you described this, it sounded 100% um, like Howard the Duck. So we checked in with Howard the Duck. Checking in with Howard the Duck. Um, one team getting points. Vision Quest is the correct um, answer for this one. Um, Chris Hockey, you've got great taste in movies, and you should come on our show. Just, just throwing that out there. Uh, I will, uh, once this records, maybe I'll send him a clip of that and see if we can get him to come on. Because, uh, like I said, I've, he's talked about the movie a number of times. So, oh, man. If Chris Hockey comes on, can I sing with him? Please. Sure, absolutely. Please. Uh, I, mean, I think that's a requirement, Dan. I think he hates trivia and things like that, but maybe we can get him on. I don't know. <laughs> um, that movie probably better known for being the movie that launched the song Crazy For You by Madonna. Question number three. The music video for Madonna's 1994 single, Take a Bow, heavily features which sport? Man, I think I'm good. I think we can check in. We're checked in. Team, my back hurts is checked in. Team, we need a W. I get you. You had something. Well, but... all right. So I like Madonna a lot. My, my buddy and I have always joked about starting a Madonna cover band called Mandana, which I really hope we end up doing one day. Uh, I'm sure I've seen the video. I used to watch a lot of VH1 like with my mom when I was a kid. I, initially, I thought like figure skating because it was really big around that time in 94. You had like Nancy Kerrigan and, and you know, everything that was going on there. Figure skating was pretty big. Take a bow, you know, figure skating. Then I thought she was Madonna herself was into softball. She was in a league of their own, did that song for the soundtrack. Maybe she carried over, you know, an affinity for softball around that time or baseball. Then I'm thinking maybe gymnastics, if it's a take on like bow or, you know, something where you bow, karate. <laughs> Sumo wrestling. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, that's I'm, where I might, my, my initial thought is, does it have something to do with the name of the song? Like where you like right. bow beforehand, I guess technically figure skaters do, I guess they bow at the end. Yeah. And I mean, it's pretty graceful. It's a ballad. So, you know, it's just kind I'm, of the figure skating. To be honest, I don't know the song and I'm pretty sure I've never seen the music video. So. If you have any inkling. I mean, I'm just spitballing, just trying to make an educated guess. But, yeah, I apparently don't know anything for sure. <laughs> apparently, I only know things I hear on a morning Yeah, no, Noah, he doesn't radio show. a fan of this music video. Not, I, I haven't heard him talk about this at all. So, okay. no, I haven't heard that. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I'm inclined to go figure skating just as a guess. It fits the time frame of, you know, popularity for figure skating. And uh, I'm fine with that. I got nothing graceful. better. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll check in with uh, figure skating. Checking in with figure skating. Team, my back hurts. What did you have? So I can picture the video. Um, and Madonna's like sitting in like the stands. It's got like this thing over her face. 
Um, but I'm pretty sure she's uh, watching a bullfight. So we said bullfighting. And one team is getting points. She is the lover of a matador in a bullfight. You actually described the video very well, Eric. I can now like see it in my head. Like the video is coming. Yeah, for sure. Was right. I've never seen it. Number. No. No. Dan's got to sing the song. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Question number four. My Giant is a 1998 film about a nearly eight-foot-tall man who rescues a talent agent from a car crash, only to become the agent's newest client. The film starred Billy Crystal and what then center for the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I don't know how to, to, to write it, but yeah, you know, you, yeah. Matt, we can check in also. All right, so team, we need a W checked in first. So um, team, my back hurts. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what your answer is going to be? I love this movie. Um, I love George Mirasan. He's a chameleon on the, on the screen. You can play any role for a seven-foot man. You think of a role for him, he's there. Uh, we checked in with George Mirasan. Checking in with George Murasan. Team, we need a W. What did you go in with? Yeah, so as a callback to a previous question, I actually think he was battling Matt Damon for roles at this time, uh, but it is uh, George Murasan. And points all around on that one. George Murasan is the correct answer. Did you ever see that mock commercial of him for his cologne? No, but I'm looking oh, it up immediately. Look, yes, he like gets in the camera's face and it's like, don't you want to smell like me? It's... It's perfect. It's just gold. Do you want to smell like me? George Mirasan Cologne. Hey, who wouldn't want to smell like you, George? I know I would. Anyway, that is neither here nor there as we move on to question five. In the song Glory Days, Bruce Springsteen reminisces with a friend from his high school who was a star at which sport? I had to sing most of it in my head. And then I realized it's like in the first few lyrics, Eric. So I'm, I got it. So we're checked in. Team, my back hurts has checked in. Team, we need a W. Go ahead. There's more lyrics than glory days. They'll pass you by. That's not the whole song. I mean, there's verses. I, I I don't know them again. We were saying I, I couldn't even tell you. Josh hates Springsteen. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I, I certainly know the song not well enough to to know these lyrics yeah i couldn't even tell you how it starts i have no idea how like the first verse even begins probably like what I, most springsteen songs with him like telling some sort of anecdotal story i know what it's sure well, i know two, you know three, <laughs> sure that didn't help at all yeah i mean uh, yeah. I know football is is Seems like the uh, the logical. Yeah, you know, that's that's often a a glory days kind of thing. Is you know. Yeah. And you're right. It probably is too obvious for a Dan question. That is what I said. But I don't think he was playing cricket or no. snooker. That's what I was thinking. Is it, it maybe more broad, track and field, or it could be. I mean, it could be soccer, any, basketball, any high school sport. Yeah. Bandy, ringette. No, wait, they probably weren't reminiscing about their girlfriends playing a ring yet. I would have thought wrestling, but we had the, the vision question, so I feel like maybe we wouldn't have doubled up on 
wrestling. Uh, look, you want to just go football, not overthink it. Yeah, at this point, well, what's it going to hurt us with just zero points? No matter, you know, it's zero is zero. We can't get less. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that from the last game. Uh, we're going to check in with football. Checking in with football. Uh, Matt, you seem to have this one pretty quick. What did you say? Yep, he was a big baseball player back in high school. I had a friend who was a big baseball player back in high school, yeah. Yes, it was a high school baseball player. He could throw that speedball by you, boy, make you look like a fool. I don't know those lyrics at all. And heading into the second half, we have a score of what, uh, Josh? We have a score with my back hurts of 450, and we need a W, who probably isn't going to get one, with 280. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And now on to the second half. Today's third quarter will be, how low can you go? How low can you go? For this quarter, there will be four questions consisting of five clues, given one at a time. After each clue, both teams will decide if they want to check in with their guests by sending a chat to the host. If a correct answer is checked in after the first clue, the team will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40. After the third clue, 30. And so on. Here's question number one. Where am I? I officially opened my doors in April of 1982. Is anybody going to make a guess at this one? Yes, we are, Dan. And team, my back hurts has checked in. Team, we need a W. Go ahead and talk this one out if you'd like. Well, um, so Scott, I sent over to you April 1982. That's, that's when the uh, Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome opened. Um, and uh, I would think, you know, with a guess going going in pretty quick i that's that's the first thing i popped in my head yeah. maybe maybe dan I, I, was feeling a little nostalgic for back home and uh so i i feel comfortable checking in with the hubert h humphrey metrodome yeah first thing i thought was it's likely a baseball stadium being an open in april you said metrodome and then matt immediately checked in all those things to me sort of add up to it's the metrodome so yeah, yeah I, I can't i can't i don't there could have been another one to open sure maybe probably was no for sure um, yeah, that's, you know, this is, yeah, their, their championships here. So yes, uh, we'll check in with the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. All right. Checking in with the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome and team, my back hurts. You also checked in right away on this one. What did you say? Yeah. And I think, uh, Josh and his team should not be able to get the points unless they know the middle initial H and what it stands for in the name of the building. Come on, Bombeck. You got it. Don't you? I don't think that was part of the question. It is the Hubert Horatio Humphrey Metrodome. Yes. I, I don't think that is listed anywhere. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. Jeez. All right. You both checked in with the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. Um, 
little inside baseball for you here. I originally wrote this question for a game that was not going to have anybody from the state of Minnesota on the team. Um, as it turns out, we have someone from Minnesota on both teams in this game today, and they both saw right through that one, and it is correct, the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. The other clues I would have given you would have been Eddie Murray and Cal Ripken Jr. each recorded their 3,000th hit in me. Within the course of one year, I hosted the Super Bowl, a World Series, and the NCAA Men's Final Four. I was the home arena for three different sports teams and a college football team in 1989. My roof collapsed in December of 2010, causing the Vikings-Giants game to be postponed one day and moved to Detroit. But uh, you both got that one at 50 points. Excellent job. Let's move on to one that you're not going to get on the first one. Who am I? I was born on March 17th, 1959 in Eugene, Oregon. We'll take another clue. All right. We need a W is going to take another clue. How about, uh, how about my back hurts? Yeah, I think we'll take another one too. Okay. Clue number two. I am the only person to be named a first team high school All-American in football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, Dan, I think we're going to take another one. All right. My back hurts is taking another one. How about you? We need a W. Uh, I think we need another clue, right, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, we probably should. Okay. Okay. Third clue. I was drafted in 1977 by the Toronto Blue Jays and was called up to the major league team in 1979. However, a team from another league bought out my contract. Eric, I don't got it with that, but I mean, that makes sense. It fits into the name you said, so. I mean, if it, if you want to hear one more, we can definitely do one more just to be Just positive. to be safe. Yeah. Yep, let's hear one okay. more. Okay, my back hurts is going to hear one more. How about, team, we need a W? I sent it to you, Dan. All right, we have uh, team, we need a W is checked in. We will move on to the fourth one. I spent roughly half of my professional career in Boston, and I am still active in the front office of that team. Yeah, we can check in, Matt. Yep. All right, what are you going to check in with? We're checking in with Danny Ainge. All right, at 420 points. And Scott and Josh, you checked in after the third one for 30 points with? Uh, yeah, so after the second one, I – one of the thoughts in my head was Danny Ainge because I knew he played multiple sports. And as soon as you said draft by the Blue Jays, I knew for a fact. All right. So the answer is Danny Ainge. And so that means that team, we need a W, will be getting 30 points. Team, my back hurts, will be getting 20 points. The fifth clue was I coached the Phoenix Suns from 1996 to 1999. Moving on to the third one. What am I? I'm located in the 17th largest city in the United States of America in terms of population. Josh, I think we should take another clue. Even if we know the city, it doesn't necessarily mean we know where. Agreed. Same here. We'll take another clue. All right, taking another clue for both teams. I'm the product of a 1969 merger between two separate but related entities. We will take another clue, Dan. Team, we need a W is going to take another clue. How about Team, my back hurts? Yeah, we got to take another one, Matt. 
Clue number three. I am a member of the Horizon League in NCAA's men's basketball. You want to go with that? I like it. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and check in, Dan. Team, my back hurts is checking in. Team, we need a W. Do you want another one or do you want to check in? And at this point, you can actually talk it out since the other team has checked in. To be honest with you, I couldn't even tell you who's in the Horizon League right off the top of my head. I mean, like I said, I know the few that I sent to you, but... They're, you're de- they're definitely in the Horizon? They definitely were. <laughs> with all the movement, you know, I... I I mean, the fact that they've got it sucks, but, well, maybe they're not right, but... I mean, as soon as it was had to do with conferences, I knew Eric would have it, so... I. Yeah, I, I, I don't even have enough of a guess. To... Uh, I'd say take it. Yeah. I, I'd say we can take another clue. Yep. Next I clue. Agree. Next clue. My Jaguars have only been to one NCAA basketball tournament appearance, which happened in 2003. <laughs> that doesn't, I wish that would have helped. Uh, it certainly doesn't help me. Should we just take the fifth clue and see if we hopefully get a. Yeah, get a layup somehow. Hopefully. I'm not, I don't know. It's horizontally. Like I, said, it, I have it, no idea. If it's the one I typed in there, I'll be mad, but. Well, yeah, let's, let's just take another one and see what. Uh... Yep. The fifth clue. I am known primarily by an initialism, which contains five letters. The two U's in that initialism both stand for the word university. So you would think that the U is going to be at the front, at least one of them. Conventional thinking, right? Oh, 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 uh, what is it? U, UUMBC or something like that, right? Is it UUMBC, Josh? It's like uh, Maryland they, Boston College. If they're both university, I wouldn't think they're going to be right I know. next to each other. I think I'm trying to think of another. Out. I'm trying to think of another one that has two U's in it. So it could either start with a U... Or, had two or like, be the second U, and then the other U could be either at the end or right next to the end. I'm trying to think of like you know small schools that yeah. could have. I mean, 2003 though, right? 2003 when the Jaguars yeah, they, went. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of with two U's in it right now. Um, I'm just trying to think. Of, I mean, obviously it's two universities that merged. Right. I don't know if, do we know what, do you have any clue on what the 17th largest city is? Or at least what state it's in? I mean, I could probably work through it. Yeah, I'm pretty good with, you know, geography and and populations and things like that. But I don't even know how much that would even help us if we, you know, if we did that. I'm not going to name every hockey coach. I mean, if we had, if we knew the state it was in, maybe there, that would If we were just playing percentages, California has copious amounts of highly populated places. So that could, they could easily have, and they, they maybe be likely to merge schools, you know? Yeah. I don't what, know. The Horizon League. I have no idea where the Horizon League actually, like, like what geographically it is. It's so it's like Butler. So like in Indiana? Is it like the Indiana? Horizon League. I mean, Butler. Butler's in Indianapolis, right? Isn't it? Yes. So if it was in that general, I mean, I'm oh, just trying to think yeah, of other... I think there's like a UI. 
I'm pretty sure there's a school that has like, is it IUPUI? Is that, is not what school? That is a school. IUPUI. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about them, but that sounds right. Yeah. If, Indiana, oh, or it's like, it would be like Indiana University, you know, something. Something University of Indiana. The, uh, I think we should go with IUPUI. I can't think of anything uh, else. That, that rings uh, some sort of bell. So I'm I know cool it's a that. school. <laughs> so. Well, if it's a school and it has two U's in it, let's right. go with it. All right. We're going to check in with IUPUI. Checking in with IUPUI. And my back hurts. You checked in after the third clue. What did you check in with? So we decided to check in with the wrong answer for fun. Um, and we said Butler. Checking in with Butler. Well, the, uh, the two universities that merged for this one campus were Indiana University and Purdue University in Indianapolis. So the answer is the University of Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, IUPUI. Hey, Butler got us there. Yes, it did, because of the Horizon League. It wasn't the right answer, but it got us there with enough clues with, to at least get the U's. So, hey, I, Scott, good job. I, that's amazing. We got 10 points. Finally, when am I? I am an Olympic year. Does anyone want to check in right now? Yeah, we're going to we'll need another, another clue on that one. So, yeah. You sure, Matt? I think if we talk it out a little bit, okay. we can figure <laughs> yeah. out. We'll back into it after 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. We'll take another clue, please. Second clue. Arsenal won England's highest soccer league for the 13th time this year. Scott, we need another clue, I think. I can't see why we, uh, how we're going to at this point. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take another clue. Team, we need a W has taking another clue. How about you, team? My back hurts. Let's take one more. Clue number three. Two different teams from the same city won big four titles this year. And to be clear, the big four are the NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL. If it helps you guys at all, we're checked in. Team, we need a W has checked in. Team, my back hurts. What about you? All right, so I'm, Eric, stuck on Ars- said, I'm stuck on Arsenal. When's the last time they won? I think it's that year they went undefeated. Which was 2002-ish? 03-04? So 2004 would have been the Patriots, the Red Sox. So they did win, both of them? Yeah, the Patriots in January of 2004 beat the uh, Carolina Panthers, and okay. in the fall of 2004, the Red Sox beat the St. Louis. Was that there? That was that was that was that. That was the first year of their yeah. Okay, let's yeah let's 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 check in with. Uh, he wants the year 2004. Okay, we're checking in with 2004. Right, checking in with 2004, Josh and Scott. What did you check in with? Uh, we also went with the same thought process of uh, Arsenal when they uh, didn't lose a game. They didn't win them all, but they didn't lose them all in 0304. And Scott chimed in to me with the Patriots and the Red Sox. So we also said 2004. All right. We're going to get points all around on this one for 30 points each. 
because it was the year 2004, the other two clues that we didn't get to. The New England Patriots selected both Vince Wilfork and Benjamin Watson in the NFL draft this year, which would have gotten it for Eric, I'm sure. And finally, the Connecticut Huskies men's and women's team won the NCAA basketball tournament this year. And there's a down to like 20 Mecca different Okafer. years. Mecca Oakford, Ben Gordon. Good team. Well, that brings us to the end of the third quarter. And Josh, what are our scores? Our scores heading into the fourth quarter. Um, we need a W, picked up, I think, 20 extra points there. So they're, they're starting to close the gap with 400. And my back hurts has 550. So still anyone's game as we move into the fourth quarter, our final round known as put your fours up. The fourth quarter known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Our categories for today are as follows. Taurus, Gemini, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. And now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one, Taurus. The 96-97 Chicago Bulls carried four centers on their roster. Ending his long career in Chicago, among them was which now Hall of Famer who had just come off a two-year stint with the Charlotte Hornets. Matt, are you good? All right, we're yeah. going to check in. Team My Back Hurts has checked in, leaving it uh, to Team We Need a W to talk it out. Scott, you're shaking your head. This is your this is your jam. I, I know this is normally so. so I'm drawing centers a on that here. team. Who Bill Wennington, Bill Wennington, Luke Longley, Bill Cartwright on that team. No, was, was Big Chief uh, who played a long time with the yes, Celtics? Yes, that's who it is. Robert Parrish. Yep. That's Robert Parrish. Correct. That's who we're checking in with. That's who it is. All right, we're checking in with Robert Parrish. Checking in with Robert Parrish for how many points? For 100 points. For 100 points. Team, my back hurts. What did you check in with? We also checked in uh, with the big man, Robert Parrish. For how many points? 100. All right. Points all around on this one, as it was Robert Parrish. Everything comes back around. He was a teammate of Danny Ainge. Can you give us a score update after that first question? After the first question, we don't have a change in the difference, but we do have more points. So we need a W at 500. My back hurts at 650. Question number two in the category of Gemini. In 1983, Rich and Ron Suter became the first set of identical twins to play on the same NHL team when they laced them up for which team? Matt, if you're good with that, I think that's... All right, we're going to check yeah, it. Team My Back Hurts has checked in. Team, we need a W. You can talk it out. That won't help us. Yeah, we already named every hockey team in our chat in the chat, and nothing <laughs> helped. Uh, but we did. We determined we could just list a lot of teams. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to tell you it is not the Tampa Bay Lightning. I yeah, I knew that actually. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. All right, good. I was right about something. Uh, no, we'll we'll 
we'll check in. Okay. You're checking in. What are you going to check in with? Just a shot at a dartboard here, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago Blackhawks for how many points? 100. Way too many. 100. 100. Okay. And team, my back hurts. What did you check in with? So I racked my brain for this for forever. I, I mentioned to, to Matt, I have a hockey card with the, the suitors on it or Sutter's, um, and uh, it's got the whole family on it, and I pictured two Blues jerseys, but then I remembered that that card was from, like, 1992, so it didn't make any sense. Um, but so I went back to my original thought that it was either Pittsburgh or Philly, because um, I believe that's who they were both drafted by, um, and I'm trying to think of which one they went to or who was traded, so we uh, finally checked in with the Flyers. Checking in with the Philadelphia Flyers for how many points? 100. The Sutter twins both played for the – Philadelphia Flyers. Josh. So Josh, give us another score update. No. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, the score with a 200-point swing in, after that question is we need a W with 400 and my back hurts with 750. Question number three in Sagittarius. In target archery. The target is made up of 10 concentric rings of five colors with each color holding a different value depending on if you hit the inner or outer ring. Which color rings are worth either seven or eight points? We'll check in. Team, we need a W is checked in. Eric and Matt, you can talk it out. Yellow, I believe, is the middle, not red. And then it's red on the next out. So yeah, red is pick- nine. And blue is uh, eight? No, it's... Or white? Yellow is going to be, I believe, there's like two or three yellow, maybe two. So it'll be 10, nine, and then red will be eight and seven. And then blue would be six, five. Black would be... If you have the answer, then just go for it. I I have no... I'm not... I'm just... So what are you you thinking it is? I'm, I'm picturing, I think it would be red. So red is seven, eight. He said the, the whatever rings are worth or seven eight and eight. nine. He said seven, eight, seven, eight. Go for it. All right. Let's check in with red. Checking in with red for how many points? 50. All right, team. We need a W. What did you check in with? Well, we bet a whopping zero and didn't give this much thought. We said yellow. Okay. Well, um, if you need to know what the target looks like, Eric just explained the entire target. So, yes, the uh, seven and eight pointer is the red ring right outside of the bullseye, which is the nine and ten of the yellow. On to question number four in Capricorn, being about various goats, actually one specific goat, Cassius Clay finished his amateur career in the 1960 Olympics when he defeated Polish boxer Zbigniew Pichakowski for the gold medal in which weight class? You want to check in with that, Eric? Or do you want to think about it some more? You, you tell me. I was just throwing it out there because I was trying to jog your brain to think of you if might. But I mean, I, there's, there's not much in my brain for boxing. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you could, you could. Those are the four specific weight classes that i could think of but i mean let's type out some more we'll see 
All right, now that we've modified our initial idea, we will go with our second idea and check in, Dan. All right, you're going to check in. We need a W. You can talk it out. You want to go light heavyweight? Well, yeah, because we don't think he's middleweight. I think he was bigger than middleweight, but yeah, it's but, not going to be anything below but that. I don't know, but I don't know if he would have been heavyweight. So you know, and if right, you you threw that light heavyweight out as we were kind of going back and forth here at the end. Um, if that's, I mean, sounds like that could be a class. Um, yeah, it's a class. I don't know, you know, I, I don't really know too much about the classes and. and except for that Roy Jones Jr. Uh, fought in a lot of different ones. I know that from a previous game. Um, I, I think I'd probably feel comfortable with that just because, yeah, I'm not sure he was the, at the heaviest and right. I certainly don't think he was a middleweight. So Sounds good. Let's go ahead and check it in. Uh, light heavyweight. Checking in light heavyweight for how many points? 100. For 100. All right. Team, my back hurts. What did you check in with? Yeah, we talked about welterweight, lightweight, feather, and all those cruiser and all those, and I wasn't quite sure. But then after we were thinking about welter, then I remembered that there was a – because he was just below the heavyweight that professional boxing is different than Olympic boxing, and it was light heavyweight. So we checked in with light heavyweight. Light heavyweight for how many points? 100. All right. Cassius Clay won the gold medal in boxing at the light heavyweight division. Very good. Question number five in Aquarius. The Gatorade shower is a celebratory dumping of the drink cooler over the coach after winning a major game or championship. The origins of this right go back to which team that continued the tradition after every win leading up to their Super Bowl victory over the Broncos. Yeah, let's go with that, Eric. I'm, that's the first one I came up with, and after I talked myself out of it, now we're back to it. So let's go with that. We're going to go ahead and check that's in good. right, Eric. All right, team, my back hurts is checked in. One more time. Team, we need a W. You can talk it out. Right, well, I'm assuming it would be an 80s thing, when, but the Broncos yeah. lost four Super Bowls. Right, I think we can eliminate the, uh, the Seahawks. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I do believe the 49ers beat them at least once. Okay. I don't. You said maybe Redskins. I, I, I'm just trying. Second NFC teams that won Super Bowls in the 80s. Obviously, the Redskins won. The Niners won. The Bears, but they didn't beat the Broncos. No. I mean, I, I don't know what team would have adapted it and why. Like I, I really don't you know, either. it's like, is it a warmer weather, you know, because it's a, you know, maybe they didn't want to do it in colder weather. Which the 49ers would sort of fit that. I mean, at least, I know it's Northern California, but. Sure. But it's, you know, it's not Wisconsin. Right. No. Like it's, uh, well, but really, really what is Wisconsin? Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, trying to think of what other teams won. NFC teams won in the 80s. Yeah, all right. So, like, you know, it's not the Eagles, oh, right? not the Cowboys. It's, I think it's Giants. No, theirs came later against the, I don't think they won when the Broncos were there. I don't think they obviously beat the Bills. Right. 
Right. So we've got the Redskins. I could be wrong. We, Who the hell knows? We, we know at least the Redskins won a Super Bowl. Right. So then we go Falcons, no. Saints, no. Panthers, no. Tampa Bay, no. Right. NFC West, we got Seahawks, Rams, Niners, Cardinals. Only the Niners in there make sense. Yeah. And then the North, Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Bears won in the 80s. That's we know the, the Vikings don't make sense. So you're, you're right. Yeah. I died. I, I went without saying. That's why. Well, and, and, if we're talking 80s, the Packers weren't winning. Right, exactly. Super Bowls in the and 80s. we know it's not the Lions either, so. No. Uh, so we're probably between Niners and Redskins. Yep. My initial thought was Niners. Yeah, it, I think the Niners make more sense than the Redskins. Especially, Actually, you know, they had a, a pretty high-profile coach, so maybe it was kind of a, you know, big deal. They were yeah. Uh, should we check in with the 49ers? Sure, let's do it. All right, we're going to check in with the San Francisco 49ers for 99 points. All right, 49ers for 99 points. Team, my back hurts. What did you come up with? We bet 100 points, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't the other iterations of teams in this city. It wasn't the New York Yankees. It wasn't the New York Yanks. It wasn't the Jets. It was the New York football Giants. Mm. You said the New York football giants for 100 points. As the story goes, the original time it was done was not done really in celebration. It was done to get the coach because a lot of the players did not like the coach at the time. Um, But after the first time they did it, they did it again after their next win, and then they just kept winning. So they kept doing it. Um, culminating in a victory over the Broncos in the Super Bowl, that would be the New York Football Giants. And that that uh, Super Bowl to me is the forgotten Super Bowl. I keep forgetting that that one happened. Um, it was right before the Bears and Patriots. Um, it was after the Raiders and the Eagles. But I, I keep forgetting that that one happened. Yeah, clearly so did we. <laughs> I knew we knew right away. I said we said right away the Giants because I remember Bill Parcells getting doused with uh, Gatorade. Now I didn't know it was back in what year was that? Eighty three, eighty four, eighty four. So it was eighty four, eighty five season. There's that Super Bowl I always 16, forget I believe. The, you know because the Broncos lost all those Super Bowls. I always forget there was that one you know back in the early eighties. So. Their original 0-4 start was against the the Cowboys, the Giants, the Redskins, and the 49ers. So, yeah. Yeah. and it's it's actually it's Super Bowl 21. Was it 21? 21. Was 20. The- yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Broncos went to three of four, uh, where they lost to the, the Giants, um, Redskins. Then they took a year off and then got crushed by the 49ers. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Team, we need a W, finishes with 401 points. And our clipboard captains of the game, who are going to receive the coveted Todd Bauman Award with 1,000 points, is My Back Hurts. Anything you guys want to say before we call it a night? Thanks, Dan. It's a great game. Uh, we had a lot of controversy here. I shouldn't say we had a lot of issues with different people coming onto this game and Josh jumped on real quick and I wasn't supposed to play and yada, yada, but we got through it. 
we did a great show. Uh, you had a great game. Thanks, Eric, Scott, and Josh, and everyone. This is this is fun. And the game was awesome. Loved it. Every, I'm just happy anytime there's a game and there's at least one hockey question, so I was happy. Josh and Scott, anything you guys want to say? Congrats on hitting the 1,000 point. Uh, and I'm sure it'll happen again, but uh, whew, I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, we just... We seem to not be teamed up for the right, uh, the right game. So one of these games, when we're teamed up, will win. Th- yeah, no, th- thanks for – well, I can't win unless you write the question, so I don't know how that's going to happen. Oh, no. Um, no, that doesn't work. You know, thanks for being my teammate and, you know, coming on short notice and enduring this, uh, this with me. Um, but I got Eric next time. <laughs> yeah, kudos, Dan. It's, uh, I mean, there's no doubt. I was, uh, I was thinking it was going to be some um, stiff – questions and i think they were fair and uh difficult at times so and that's okay all right well thanks for listening to the bench warmers trivia podcast until next time go through the bench that ball hit high and deep stretch stretch get on back there they look up you can put it on the board yes yes into deep left center for mitchell And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP.